Oh, hello you. Oh, what's it like being you today? Um, you joined me just after a little walk in the park with my dog in the sunshine. I was doing what I normally do at the... Uh, well, I, I try to do more days than I don't do, which is just at the beginning of the day, just have a little bit of a, uh, a gaze inwards and just think, oh, who's uh, what's going on today inside me? Who's showing up? Um, what's the mental chatter like? What's the emotional chatter like? So it's a sort of, yeah, just a, a quick scan of um, who's inside me, which sounds like I'm being possessed or something, which isn't. It's um, I, I, On this podcast, I use the language of parts quite a lot. So I talk about part. Well, we all use this sort of language. We all sort of say, oh, there's part of me wants this, but part of me's not sure. Or, you know, part of me will always be, you know, in, from the town I grew up with. We, we talk about part within us and that's what I love about this language and it's actually um, a, a technique um, I shan't bore you with it but I use it in coaching and it's called family systems and it's this idea that we are you're not like a single uh, well you you are a single person but you are made up of a multitude of different competing characteristics motivations is probably a better word way of putting it but a, a multitude of different um, competing urges, motivations, um, desires, agendas within you. And we call these parts. And as you get to know these parts, they have yet the characters of their own um, within you. For example, within me, I know I've got an inner judge that can be quite strict and firm and, yeah, judgmental and superior. Um, maybe you've got an inner child, which just is a kind of playful, innocent, fun-loving, open, tactile, curious little being. And we've all got these these characters within us and describing them in terms of parts helps us identify who they are, which I find is really useful. Like, for example, at the start of the day, um, if I just give myself 10 minutes and I sort of take a breath and go, right, well, what's... Maybe there's a, you know, an, an emotional hangover from something that's happened recently, or maybe something's really occupying your attention. Your, it's taking up your focus. Your, your brain's kind of crunching over a situation that's unresolved. Maybe there's something needs to be done. Um, but there will be some part of you that, um, yeah, is, is preoccupied with something and maybe a little bit distracted. And it's good to know that because then we can make better, maybe more informed, emotionally informed choices about who we are in any given moment and I think the idea is at least for me is being aware of them they're not running us for example if you've got um, <clears throat> a really dominant part of you that loves being productive and loves getting on and just wants to fix things and solve things and make progress in life if that part is always in charge um, it can lead to problems like burnout or, or fatigue or just living a life of perpetually on the move, but you're never kind of sat still and resting and um, uh, restoring yourself and just maybe, you know, it, it, it talks you out of being around other people and getting that kind of support and and uh, connection that you need with other human beings. So, yeah, that's, that's why I do it, so that I know who at any point is around. Or, for example, you might feel a little bit out of sorts, like a little bit, I don't know, sad or melancholy. And it's worth going, well, th that is an emotion, but 
there's possibly a part behind that and what's that little part trying to tell us what is it about our needs that aren't being met at this time and um, you can learn a lot about yourself by going inwards with these parts and getting to know them and sensing what it is about them that they need or what they're upset about or what's activated them and what what is bothering them so you can do something about it and have your needs met and the theory being you have your needs met and you feel a lot more comfortable you feel more pleasure in life and this kind of thing so yeah, it might sound a little bit bizarre to think of oneself like this you might just think well i'm just me there's just me and there is a, um, if you're to really geek out on all this stuff, the idea is that behind all of our parts, there's this kind of essential self, like the you that is able to to spot these different parts. And the, the whole exercise is like, an, um, the idea is in recognising and knowing these parts of us, these different motivations and moods within us, so that we can kind of not identify with them so much, so that we become um more i guess mindful mindfulness is a practice of noticing thoughts and feelings as they as they emerge and parts work as, as we call it in my circles is a similar task it's about witnessing and welcoming even these different thoughts and feelings but also attributing them to a part within you um that needs something um just letting the thoughts and feelings float by is a really great way of finding uh calm and space and a, and a kind of a great ease with yourself and it's a great way of, of slowing down and feeling a little bit more present in the moment which is wonderful uh but if you want to go a little bit deeper into what really motivates you and what makes you happy then these emotions these feelings that you're having they they do have a purpose at least from an evolutionary point of view they're worth being aware of and they're worth going a little bit more being a little bit more curious about them you know why am i feeling um why am i feeling sad today and you go okay what's the sadness and you sit with that a little bit more and you can i i did a podcast recently that you might want to check out maybe four or five episodes ago where it's kind of a a guided um way to engage with and have a kind of discussion with these parts of yourself it first of all describes how to find them and how to place them and become aware of where they are in the body i don't know about you but i feel a lot of it in my belly like if i'm feeling yeah a little bit of sadness i go into that and a little bit and often there's some loneliness in there and you go okay what's what's the loneliness trying to tell me and what is it that you want and more often than not when i have a little bit of a, a check-in with that part of me that feels alone normally it, it just wants some fun you know it just wants to have a bit of a laugh it wants to um, be around people so I know that oh I've got a desire to do improv probably that will meet that need and I think in becoming aware of what your needs are you're more likely to know how to get them met and also there's something about um, I was talking a little bit earlier on um, just about not identifying so much with these parts within us and in, in going through a process of naming them and giving them characteristics how they look where they live in your body and what age they are and what things they say and what what it is they want you to know they become their own little um personalities and as in as in unique and distinct from you as a person which is the person listening to this able to name all these different parts within you um 
And it's probably worth mentioning that, uh, oh, I'm feeling quite relaxed, sorry about the yawn. Um, there's something about um, the number of parts within us. I think as you discover these parts, some of them are really obvious, like the inner child maybe, or the inner critic. Um, these parts, as we get to know them, they start to reveal other parts within us. And I think parts come and go throughout our lives. Some of them become awake in certain situations and they be, they give you new sensations that you um and you might not have been aware of these parts until you're in a specific situation for example with uh, a new partner or in a particular kind of stressful situation at work like some parts are really quiet and you don't know they're there until you uh until they're activated and that's that's and they can um if you're not aware of them and you don't know who they are they can suddenly start to run the show and that's the risk that they run the show without us knowing that they're doing that um but the point I'm trying to make is that we are, I used the word multitude, um, I think it's a famous quote by someone, we are multitudes, probably a philosopher, probably American, I forget their name, but um, that we are made of many, many parts, and the more we begin to recognise them, the more we can kind of discover other parts, and like I say, throughout life, parts can come and go, uh, some are more activated under different situations than others, and I think it's a life's work, it's, I don't think it'll, it'll be possible to know all of your parts and discover them and, and have a complete inventory of who they are and have complete mastery over them. Um, and just, I just think that's, I don't think that's possible. I think it's possible to know the dominant parts and the ones that probably give you the most grief. And they're definitely the ones worth getting to know better um, so they don't run the show. And I say give you grief. I think um, this is a really useful technique. Um, just as a daily check-in and also to use when you're feeling uh, stressed and not feeling safe. But also it's worth recognising when we're in a really happy state and we want more of something and we're enjoying ourselves. It's worth checking in there and, and saying, oh, what's, what's this part as well? Because those parts also want to run the show. Um, for example, if um, I've got a part of me that likes to play the fool and to kind of show off in front of crowds, uh, especially in front of the girls. And I sometimes, I have a funny relationship with that. And all these parts, I should add, you have a relationship with each of these parts. And that can often determine um, how well your needs are getting met. Um, and yeah, there are some parts in you that you might be aware of, but you're kind of ashamed to have. Like, you know, who wants to be thought of as a show-off? Who wants to um, admit that they've got a part that can make a fool out of themselves and... Um, yeah, embarrass you sometimes. I've got that part in me. Um, but yeah, when I'm in front of a group and I'm enjoying myself, um, there's that part that wants to play the fool and be silly and make a bit of a scene out of it. And I think in the past that's got the better of me. Um, I'm aware of it now and it's really useful in improv to be kind of silly sometimes and let the fool play out. But there's also a kind of... Um, a grown-up part as well and often you'll notice like as you get to know like you have a one-to-one -one relationship with your parts but you can also have two or more parts showing up at the same time for, for example when I'm in front of a group yeah there's there's this fool that wants to show up and and act up and show off and and entertain and this kind of thing but there's also a kind of serious responsible grown-up part that wants to that often um uh over functions with responsibility and starts to take take responsibility for other people's experience and well-being and how good of a time they're having and how much they're learning and 
how yeah their comfort and this kind of thing and it's and their well-being and it's that part is problematic as well because um it, I, I, it's probably it's quite a, an ambitious um thing to do to take responsibility for everyone's well-being in a room you know <laughs> you can only do so much to make people comfortable and then it's on them to to manage how they feel and that part of me the serious responsible part of me can often be in conflict with the inner child and in conflict with the part that wants to be a fool and show off so yeah the two things there I guess I would draw your attention to is that our relationship with these parts whether we're ashamed of them whether we don't like having this part or whether we really like this part the fun loving part tells us a lot about ourselves and also that one part can be in conflict with another part and cause you some pain and and suffering and that can often be a, a thing worthwhile looking into when you're feeling out of sorts you're feeling stressed out unhappy maybe indecisive um yeah it can sometimes be because there's a tension between two different parts of yourself um and they want different things um so for example i my inner child wants to sort of um uh, be be loving and affectionate with people and then I've got this inner judge character that is confused by crowds of people and how they can't make their mind up and don't know what the right thing to do is and it wants to kind of storm in and, and judge everyone and put everyone in the camp of being right or wrong and the child gets um, doesn't like that and but the judge wants to protect the child and you've got this kind of really yeah quite stressful relationship emerging between the two and then there's a kind of there's me, I was talking about the essential self, the kind of the, I guess, the, the, the functioning adult, the kind of, I don't know, the, 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 the you that witnesses all this, this kind of ongoing internal emotional warfare in yourself that can come along and can pull the two apart and say, okay, you two stop bickering and what is it you want? What is it you're trying to tell me? Um, and kind of soothe both of them and make sure that both of them are seen, feeling seen and heard. And um, yeah, that's quite an important thing to for me to to do, and it certainly helps with parts work. Is that it's not possible to to fix these parts. We can soothe them and make them feel temporarily calm, so that they're not kind of freaking out. But the, I think the best thing we can do, and this is what I do on my kind of checking at the, at the beginning of the day, where I'm like, okay, who's showing up? Who's a who's a who's alive and kicking this morning? Is just making sure that these parts feel seen. And they feel heard, which is all any of us really want, isn't it? If you think now, it's such a nice feeling to be acknowledged and recognised by um, the people around us. And we might not have our needs met by everyone around us, but it's certainly nice when people at least acknowledge our existence and say, yeah, I, I hear you, I, I, I feel you, I, I can recognise that emotion. I feel that sometimes myself and I also have that need as well. And it's okay to experience that. And kind of just say, yeah, I'm just, I see that and I hear it. And yeah, it's, it's being, feeling connected with that. Um, and I think connection is all about being seen and heard and understood and acknowledged. And yeah, just, yeah, respected for the way things are just, just as they are and not, not with any urge to change that and, um, that's not to say I don't feel the urge to change and be rid of certain parts of me and wishing that some of them weren't there. But, you know, Monday morning is often a, a little bit of an emotionally 
turbulent time for me with the week ahead and a bit of a hangover from school and no expectations and have you done your homework and what could go wrong this week you know all those things can be quite activating and, and stressful in their own way but just to to witness those parts and say yeah I see you I hear you I understand you and that's all okay is the kind of the goal and that buys you a little bit of a relief like I say a temporary relief because you might feel better after you've gone into your and, and checked out checked in with your parts but sure enough a stressful situation will come along and test you again and will turn on a part of you that might make you feel uncomfortable and unpleasant and you might start suffering that that's bound to happen but with this awareness of the parts um, and what they want for us they all oh, excuse me every part of you wants what's best for you and that's the joy the beauty of knowing these parts is that every single one of them wants what's best for you um, they're just they just all have different competing problematic ways of getting what they think is best for you and um, I think when they start to run the show, that's when um, they're trying to get what's best for you, but they're probably not doing it in a very effective or helpful way because they're just seeing the, the world through a very myopic, limited, biased way, prejudiced way of seeing the world. And it's on us as this kind of growing, fully formed adult human being, this essential self, this kind of true, authentic person that you are behind all that witnessing it. It's on us to kind of manage this this kind of inner parts party. Yeah, that's a nice little title stumbled upon there, the inner parts party. Right, I hope that buys you some relief and uh, I think maybe I'd like to leave you with an invite to, yeah, maybe take a, a little breath, take a pause and ask yourself that question I like to do um, during the week at the start of a day and say, okay, who's showing up this morning? You know, it's like, imagine a primary school teacher walking into the classroom and the kids are all there back from, you know, the, the adventures of the weekend and you walk in and the, some are kicking and screaming, some are running around, you know, losing their shit. Um, others maybe sat down in the corner feeling a little bit shy and a little bit afraid. And it's kind of you walk in there as the kind of the adult teacher and you look at everyone. Hello, dog. My dog's just coming to, to say hello. And you look at this room full of different parts, these different uh, people with different agendas. And you say, OK, who have we got? How are we all feeling? You know, what's the what's it like being you? Um, and give them all the opportunity to just say, oh, I went to my friend's birthday party and I got excited. There was a bouncy castle. OK. You want me to know that you're excited and you want to play in the Bouncy Castle more and that's what you like in your life. Okay, thank you for sharing that. Who else is here? Oh, you, you in the corner. Oh, you're, you look, uh, you, you, seem, you seem a little bit um, scared and, and sad. Is everything okay? And Oh, okay, you're, you're missing your, your mum and dad. You, you had a nice time with your mum and dad this weekend and you're sad that you can't be with them and you want to be back with them and you're going to do everything you can to, to not be here and to leave the room and... You want to cry and that's okay and I see and I hear you and that's that's sad and, you know, thanks for drawing your attention to that and what can I do to, to soothe you and to make you feel like you're welcome here and you so that you can enjoy what is, what, what's going to happen today and until you can be where you want to be, you know, um, that's the kind of the invite is to go inwards and 
I guess the first step without um, having listened to, uh, I'd suggest you listen to that um, episode a few um, episodes back where I guide you through a way of discovering your parts until you can do that is to just see if you can uh, locate um, any part within you that's causing you discomfort now or is very alive and very vocal and is, you know, giving you a very... um, interesting emotional experience see if you can place them or locate them somewhere in the body maybe there's a tension in the neck or your belly you've got butterflies in your tummy or maybe your head's racing and you've got a headache and it's at the front of your head and it's very hot up there you know that's a a place maybe you can place a part there and once you anchor them to a part of yourself then it's a, a case of going in and going okay who is this part what do they look like what they're feeling um yeah have a listen to that podcast i think that'll help um yeah, I shall, I shall leave you there and I wish you uh, a kind of a regulated week where you are aware of your parts and hopefully none of them are playing on you, uh, none of them are playing you and um, you know what it is you need through meeting your parts. So yeah, thanks for listening. Bye for now, love you, bye.